0: Welcome to episode 102 of Manage the Wilds. I'm Nick Madsen. Just came across an article that is very interesting. It's called The Effects of Male-Targeted Harvest. And what they were doing is uh, researchers were looking at mule deer populations and whitetail, and they found out that these mule deer populations in Canada were declining. They were on the decline. So they wanted to help this population out, so they started looking at all the ways that they could have a... A good effect and help the mule deer out. And one of the ways they thought is, let's target one of their main predators, which is cougars. So they started issuing permits and they started targeting males in this. It had unintended consequences. The more they targeted these males, the more the females targeted the mule deer. And what the researchers go on to show is you have a highly complex situation. It doesn't matter what you think the best efforts are. Something else is going to happen. What happened is while they were targeting these males, females in these areas would be disrupted by the targeting of the males and they would start moving to a higher elevation one of the theories in this is is that juvenile males were coming in moving into these areas where the dominant males were and were killing the kittens creating infanticide where they were targeting these kittens and killing them so they could mate with the females the females in order to reduce infanticide would then move to higher elevations and mule deer tend to live in higher elevations than whitetail do and so they, in fact trying to protect the mule deer by killing these cougars they ended up targeting these mule deer more than the white tail and it created uh, what they call apparent competition because once the cougars started targeting the mule deer it opened new habitat for the white tail less competition there the white tail that could then increase and it put more pressure on the mule deer and the mule deer again started decreasing and it just shows the complexity of the situation where you think this is going to happen and then it doesn't. It is so important for research and these studies to, to be performed in a way that you can look at this data and realize, okay, this is not what we want. Because the more that they targeted the males, the more it disrupted the whole situation for all the cougars. This is a situation where it's dominated by the dominant males, dominant females. They all have their territories. And once you kill those males, it creates a sink source situation where all these juveniles were moving into an area that's just been vacated, which they were previously kept out of, and they want to set up their own territory. They come in, they realize that there's a female, but those kittens are not his, so he goes in and kills the kittens. And now the female wants to reduce the pressure on her and her kittens, she moves into a higher area, higher elevation, and starts targeting the mule deer. There's a couple of different ways that you could do with this. You can continue on targeting these males and creating this amount of disruption, but what you're gonna have to do is because you're nervous about the mule deer population, one of the ways you're going to have to do is you're going to have to reduce the number of tags you're giving out to people. Because you can't have that much harvest going on from the cougars that you've now created by hunting cougars. So you got to reduce the amount of predation by people. So you got to reduce. And then you've got to look at and say, okay, is, is our cougar population stable enough where we're not going to require males only? Can we do a mixed bag? Can we start killing some females? And that's a situation where it's difficult to do. Cougars are are a hot topic and a hard topic. Um, studies on cougars are difficult. Population studies are difficult to obtain because the animals are so elusive that it's very diff- difficult to get a good estimate of a population. States have their own mathematical formulas that they're doing. But that's, that's an, an interesting situation. Do you go back to where you were uh, before, stop killing the males, go back to your normal harvest that you were seeking for, and find different ways to help mule deer? Could you bring in and do translocation of mule deer to help bolster the population? The one challenge you do as you, as you start translocating animals is the spreading of disease then the next situation is could you go in and do some habitat work and I mean there's always habitat work but then what if you get a couple of bad storms like we've got this year could wipe out your population and reduce them even more and then it just creates this downward trend that's no good for anybody so ultimately researchers believe that hunting mostly male mountain lion to reduce the predation of mule deer actually exacerbated the predation in those cases by creating a sink source situation and an apparent competition situation. They also found out that females will start to spatially segregate with their kittens into higher elevations where they found that uh, in those higher elevations obviously there's going to be less prey so low density prey in those areas the more they pushed those animals the more it created problem these guys go on to recommend uh, a possibility of increasing the hunting of females uh, and just think of different ways to reduce the amount effect so wildlife management it's a conundrum creates problems. And everything is not clean and straight the way everybody wants it to be. Math problems are clean and straight and wildlife are not. There's always challenges. There's always these connections that you never even dreamed of. So it makes wildlife difficult. All right, you guys, stay wild. Have a great day.